Welcome to the Essential Geopolitics podcast from Stratfor, a rain company. I'm Emily Donahue. In this podcast, the conversation is about Saudi Arabia's king. Ryan Bowl, our Middle East and North Africa analyst, has the details. Ryan, welcome. Uh, thanks for having me. So, Saudi Arabia's King Salman had a health scare recently. That's right. And the, the details are still scant about what the health scare was, and it certainly wasn't the first one that he's had. Uh, he's very advanced age, uh, and he's one of the oldest kings that Saudi Arabia has ever had. So it, it's not out of the norm, uh, but it takes on particular significance because the Saudi system is so dependent on the personality of the king for policy and governance. Of course, with policy and governance, Saudi Arabia is also changing some of its benefits that it pays to citizens. I mean, are we looking at protests or public disorder? Well, what Saudi Arabia is doing is adjusting its spending patterns in reaction to the lower energy prices and the COVID-19 pandemic's economic impact on the kingdom. What they're trying to do is spend less to do more if they can. And, and they're adjusting some specific programs. The most notable one is the Citizens Accounts Program, which is a direct cash transfer to poorer Saudi citizens. And they're trying to find a way so that they don't have to spend as much money. At the same time, they're still getting that social benefit that helps stabilize the kingdom. So for the moment, we're not expecting widespread protests, but we do expect some measure of pushback. Because at the end of the day, Saudi Arabia's budget just isn't what it was even six months ago before the pandemic and before energy prices crashed. They have to find ways to get rid of some of the red if they're going to achieve some of the bigger goals that they want. And in doing so, we do expect some Saudis who feel uncomfortable with these economic changes to have some pushback, especially behind closed doors. And especially from people who work in the government sector, I assume, right? That's right. Yeah, there will be plenty of people who are used to collecting a paycheck from the Saudi state who may be seeing those benefits trimmed, some of the things that they're used to changed, and they will be pushing back on that as much as they can. Ryan, as you mentioned, Saudi Arabia is dealing with the oil price crash and still not recovered prices. Are we seeing a new spending pattern emerge from these cuts? We are, at least for the, the medium term. As long as oil prices remain in this low to, to middle range that's below their break-even oil price point for their budget, we will be seeing a Saudi Arabia that's a little more conservative in their spending in some places. In other places, we're seeing them t continuing to go full speed ahead. We're still seeing them trying to carry out defense deals that are still core to their national defense strategy. We're seeing them build up mega projects like NEOM in the Northwest and the Red Sea Resorts project for tourists who aren't going to arrive in 2020, but who they believe will arrive once the pandemic ends and the, and the projects are completed. So to a certain extent, we can see a Saudi Arabia that's trying to be smarter with its money, but at the end of the day, isn't looking to cut in big ways on things that it still cares about. Ryan Bowl is a Middle East and North Africa analyst for Stratfor. Ryan, thank you. Thank you. If you would like to read more geopolitical forecasts and analysis of the political and security challenges in the Middle East, subscribe to Stratfor Worldview, the world's leading geopolitical intelligence platform and part of the RAIN network. There's a special rate for podcast listeners. If you go to stratfor.com slash podcast offer, that's all one word, stratfor.com slash podcast offer. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.